Filling the Pipeline. The information you're about to receive is top secret, meant for ladder climbing carpenters in the business world. For your ears only, this is Dead Trump. Secrets of El Jefe. I'm Dan Morrison, editor of Pro Tradecraft. Like many young men, Christopher found his footing upon the birth of his son, Marcel. And that's Fernando Pajes Ruiz. Suddenly becoming provider to a young family, Chris saw the need to carve a career path that would do more than put food on the table. He was making a good hourly wage finishing drywall for a commercial contractor, but he hoped to earn more and gain the freedom to spend as much time as possible with his boy. Dead Drop is inside information giving career advice to people who wear nail bags, but who want to start a business of their own. It's a limited length podcast that will culminate in a book. The obstacles to striking out on his own? It came with finding enough steady work to give up his dependence on a weekly paycheck. Fernando walks through hypothetical conversations based very much in reality to pass on secrets from an old goat to young construction entrepreneurs. We talked about it one day while driving together. Beyond finishing drywall, Chris had apprenticed with a plumber for a few months and he'd worked with a remodeling contractor. He'd pounded a few roof shingles, painted walls, and even done a little carpentry. He felt confident that he could use this diverse skills in his contacts to build a business, but wondered how to go from the occasional side job that fell into his lap to setting up a pipeline of contracts that would reliably pay the bills. His specific question was, just how much work will I need? My answer was, it all depends. It depends on what kind of work you do. I started with the example of an insulation company. How long does it take an insulation crew to finish insulating a house? I asked Christopher. About a day, he replied. So, if you wanted to set up an insulation company and work five days a week, 50 weeks out of the year, that is, taking off between Christmas and New Year, how many jobs do you need? Simple math yields about 250 jobs. It takes a lot of energy, marketing, bidding, and coordination to generate that many jobs. But if you were a custom home builder and you built a house every three or four months, how many jobs do you need? Maybe four or five jobs every year. Christopher could see where I was heading. What he may not have seen is that for short and sweet jobs like insulating, the margin must be higher than a long-term contract, such as drywall, framing, or remodeling. But that's a topic for another day. I wasn't trying to tell Christopher exactly how to strike out on his own but was signaling the type of thinking that's necessary, strategic thinking. Like many young people, Chris has two important things going for him. Youth, which equals time, and low expenses, which also equals time. Time to develop and grow a business without the pressure of high monthly bills. Many, if not most entrepreneurs, start their businesses young and on a shoestring. They often endure a few years of living on edge, earning less than minimum wage, yet I've never heard anyone regret it. Even when most do not become millionaires, let alone billionaires, the sense of accomplishment and independence makes up for the sacrifice and for the effort. I know. I started out just like Chris in my early 20s with ambition, middling skills, and oodles of energy. I made many mistakes along the way, but today 
I record this podcast sitting on my deck a few feet from the Pacific Ocean. My dreams have come true. So I know the nature of dreams, when pursued, is that they do. Can we get back to Chris's question, please? Nevertheless, all this old man commentary still does not answer Christopher's question. So I advised him to continue working for the man. But knowing that he wants independence, to build his competence with simple things like reading trade magazines, taking classes if he can, listening to dead drop, and to gradually explore opportunities secrets of for more side work, not only for himself, but for his buddies. Make as many friends in the trade as you can, I advised him. Offer everyone you know to help them with any type of job that they need. Even if you don't do electrical work, I told Chris, but you know an electrician, recommend that electrician when somebody needs to change a light bulb. Only half kidding, because this electrician friend will do the same for you. In other words, build a referral network. This is how you begin to get jobs through friends, neighbors, colleagues, and family at first. When I was Christopher's age, I used to put out flyers door to door, and by the time I got home, folks would be calling. If you put out the word, jobs will come. When they do, you may have to work cheap at nights and weekends. At first, you'll have even less free time than you do now. No free Saturdays. The freedom and the free time does come, but later, many years later. Since your new business will not take off like a rocket, sorry, but likely crawl along like a turtle a few months before quitting your day job, hedge your fortunes by reducing your expenses as much as possible. Because your income is likely to go down, make sure that your outgo goes down first. Don't look at it as an excuse to buy tools. Do not take on new truck payments. Look for a cheaper apartment. If you can join forces with another friend seeking economic independence, for example, I roommated with my first business partner, Jim, which helped us to do more than share housing expenses. We bought tools together and an old VW wagon as our work truck. So if you can join forces, do it. We named our business Hammer, Spade and Brush to indicate we'd be willing to do almost anything from carpentry to landscape. Willing, in our case, did not mean able. We knew absolutely nothing. When we got a call, we went and looked at the job and then ran to the library to read up on how to do it. We talked to suppliers. We often brought knowledgeable friends into the deal. Sometimes we made a little money, sometimes not. But a year later, we had some skills and even a customer base sufficient to pay the bills. It all works out if you're willing to learn and you're not afraid to try. But calibrating quitting day is not an exact science. As a rule of thumb, if it takes you a month to get a nice side job, then you can quit your day job when you have enough side jobs that it will take you about a month to complete them. This way, you always have a month to find the next job or jobs. As you approach quitting day, instead of telling your boss to take his job and shove it, as much as you may want to, see if your boss will give you work under contract. Offer to save him money by paying you even less as side work 
than he does now with you working full time. No, it's not that your work is worth less. It's that this may help you guarantee enough work to squeak by as you build your brand. Even if it pisses off the boss that you're becoming competition, he may hire you to save a few bucks. There's no way to go from the security of a paycheck to the risky independence of an entrepreneur without working much harder, longer hours, and likely taking a cut in pay, at least at the beginning. If you expect different, you will be disappointed and you should not go out on your own, but seek to climb the economic ladder within an existing company. Entrepreneurs are often driven to freedom and creativity more than security and dollars. Even so, the dollars will come. Construction is not software or social media or a new drug, so quick fortunes don't come to tradesmen. The fortunes made, even by developers, require decades and sometimes more than one generation. To go out on your own, take it slow, don't quit your day job yet, and cut down on the outgo. Prepare yourself for a couple of lean years and know that in the long run, and it is a very long run, your dreams, they will come true. Remember, you get paid for what you do and what you know. Dead Drop is here to help you know more. If you like this podcast, give it a thumbs up or five-star review and share it on Facebook, Snapchat, LinkedIn, or however you reach out to your peeps. A production of the SGC Horizon Media Network, this podcast will self-destruct in five seconds.